You're listening to the MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update Podcast. With the World Economic Forum set to wrap up this week, uh, we're looking at Africa's role and Africa's agenda at the World Economic Forum. I'm joined by the head of Africa, who is also a global leadership fellow at the World Economic Forum, Chido Monyati, to take a look at this. Chido, thanks so much for uh, taking the time out of uh, the busy plan that you have this week. Uh, thanks for giving us this time. What has been said uh, to date around the African conversation? I know there's been a lot of dialogue and a lot on the agenda has been around rebuilding trust. And that's been the focal point of the the forum. But what has been said from an African point of view uh, around the developments that have unfolded, at least in the last 12 months? Thank you so much for that. Um, I think the focus really this week from the African perspective is really looking at um, what tangible uh, progress can we make uh, in the upcoming years? So, for example, this, today we launched the first ever private sector action plan for the Africa Continental Free Trade Area. So it's under an initiative that we call the Forum Friends of the Africa Continental Free Trade Area, where we partnered with the Secretariat, uh, with Wamkele Mene, um, and 40 global uh, companies to mobilize them to support the implementation of the AFCFTA, um, so concretely uh, committing to critical investments and deepening their regional value chains. Um, and so that's a key uh, initiative um, of project that we launched today, um, which is one of the many things that we've been discussing. Uh, yesterday, uh, UNDP, uh, alongside President Kagame and President Akufo Addo, uh, launched the Tumbuktu Fund, uh, which has a billion-dollar target uh, to you know, fund startups on the continent and really leverage uh, this youth and dynamism that we see in the continent. Chido, how's the landscape changing from a conversation perspective at the Economic Forum? I mean, from last year's uh, economic gathering uh, to now, uh, the African Union has since been uh, admitted as part of the G20, now sits alongside partners like the EU. We know we've got the youngest population of any continent uh, in the world, and we've, we've sort of... Um, seen a repositioning of sorts where it relates to Africa. Are we now starting to see that at uh, conversations like the forum that where Africa as a continent is a global player is now rightfully taking a seat at the table like everybody else? Absolutely. Um, So this week we've had the largest delegations we've ever had from the two largest economies, South Africa and Nigeria. Um, And these are ministers who are engaged in the World Economic Forum's uh, projects and initiatives, so across all of our different uh, centers. Um, But importantly, as you mentioned, uh, last September, uh, the African Union was admitted to the G20, now having the same status as the European Union. Um, And this is important because um, between now and 2050, um, you know, one in four people will be African, one in three uh, of the young people in the world will be from our region, um, and 90% of the workforce growth will be from Africa. So because of this new um, position where we're poised to play a bigger role in contemporary geopolitics and in shaping the global economy, uh, you see Africans uh, positioned throughout our entire program, whether it's discussions on AI, uh, discussions um, on, on health uh, and healthcare, uh, agriculture. Um, Africa is well represented throughout the conversations and are, play- and are playing an important role uh, in shaping uh, the future of these discussions. Chido, speaking of looking at the future, how do we uh, translate the uh, conversations that are being had around shaping the future into uh, actionable uh, plans? I mean, you mentioned that uh, the uh, action plan was tabled. I I see the white paper uh, from uh, AFTA was tabled. But if we look at, I mean, I had a conversation uh, just before speaking to you with the uh, guys at Brand Finance and uh, Mm -hmm. the global survey or the global report on brands ranks 
500 brands of which not a single African brand is on there. And what was cited there as amongst the reasons was the fact that Africa is still considered high risk. Africa's currencies are still considered weaker against mm-hmm. currencies like the dollar. How does that perception now start to shift, knowing what we know about where we could potentially be in 2050 and knowing that Africa is no longer uh, that continent mm. that was looked down upon? Mm. I think that's a very good question. I think what Africa is doing is saying, okay, what can we do amongst ourselves uh, to reposition ourselves, to grow our economies, uh, to drive structural and industrial transformation with the view of then encouraging the outside world uh, to collaborate and invest. So the AFCFTA is that tool. Um, it would create the largest free trade area uh, in the world by land mass and number of people with a potential GDP by, I think, 2035 of about $3.4 And what it does is it poses significant opportunities for FDI inflows uh, that you alluded to uh, for transfers of knowledge and technology, um, for uh, scaling um, and diversifying economies, um, as well as increasing competition, which is key to attracting uh, foreign capital. Um, so I think what we need to focus on is what Africans themselves can achieve uh, with the view of then uh, you know, attracting that capital to come in. Chido, what do Africans need to do to f- from the position of banding together and working together? What, what needs to be done to ensure that even when we attract the capital, we don't go down the road of uh, what we've seen in the past? And this is not isolated to Africa. I mean, obviously, other regions as well, where there's been a misuse of capital. There's been a lack of development because other individuals have pushed their own agendas. How do we ensure that Africa as a continent thrives and doesn't uh, lose out on these sorts of opportunities? Mm. Yeah, no, so I, I think the first thing is investing in critical infrastructure. So, you know, not uh, diverting funds towards consumption, but investing in the infrastructure that we need as a building block uh, to enable, uh, you know, growth, uh, industrialization, uh, the deepening of regional value chains. Um, I think that's really the, the key um, element that we need to focus on. Um, you probably are aware that there's a funding deficit, I think, according to the African Development Bank, of about $100 billion dollars. Uh, for African infrastructure. Um, so if we focus on you know, using capital wisely uh, and economically uh, in investing in our economies and our, you know, our, our critical infrastructure, which is what, for example, in South Africa, the government is trying to do now in terms of ensuring that there's energy sustainability going forward, uh, you know, South Africa is able to achieve that in the upcoming you know, five to you know, 10 years. Um, there's no doubt that money and capital will flow in um, and drive economic growth. Well, we certainly hope this is uh, the start of a very different uh, conversation at the World Economic Forum for years to come. Uh, and we thank you for your time, Chido. That's Chido Munyati, who is the head of Africa and a global leadership fellow at the World Economic Forum on Africa's agenda at the forum. You've been listening to another MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update podcast, uploaded weekdays at 7 p.m. For more MoneyWeb podcasts, go to moneyweb.co.za or the app and follow MoneyWeb News for daily updates.